Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Planet of Junior High Ministry podcast, where we are all about junior high ministry. Let's be real. Junior high seems like a completely different world in of itself. Although the junior high phase of life is different, unique, constantly changing, and very awkward at times, there is still ministry to be done. This is a place where we want to equip youth workers and share practical ideas about junior high ministry for you to take back to the context of your ministry. Thank you for your heart to lead the next generation and for jumping into the planet of junior high ministry. Here is your host, Tucker Music. Hey, what's up, guys? And welcome back to another episode of the Planet of Junior High Ministry podcast. Today, I want to talk about a very vital part of our ministry. So to set this up, I want to talk about a leader meeting that I had back in January of this year. So I was asking our leaders, what are some of the best things that we do? What are some things that we need to improve? And what would be one thing that you as a leader could change if you had the power to? And those are very three powerful questions. Um, and I got a lot of good feedback and I got a lot of um, positive things, but I also got a lot of things that we need to work on, which is a good thing. It's a good thing to have feedback like that so we can better ministry, right? So we can better do junior high ministry, better lead our teams and such. So the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway that I had when it came to leading volunteers from that meeting was our onboarding process. So our onboarding process was not very good. A lot of leaders, yeah, they were excited. They were super excited, enthusiastic to join the team and ready to do junior high ministry. They love the phase of life and they can't wait to serve these students, but they didn't have a lot of direction. And that's just completely unfair to them. That I was, as a leader of the ministry, leader of this team was doing my leaders a disservice. So I met with a couple of key volunteers. I was like, we need to revamp this thing. We need to think about how can we better onboard volunteers? Because the reality is there is a leader who is coming into your ministry who is wanting to serve, but wants direction too. And the worst thing that we could do is to feed them to the wolves like, hey, go jump into the small group, go lead these students. It'll be awesome without any expectations from us, without any guidelines, whatever without any like structure of what it looks like to win as an adult leader. So as I was meeting with these key volunteers, as I was doing a lot of self-reflection as a leader, I came up with this new system of onboarding. And hopefully you have a system of onboarding in place, and maybe this isn't something new, but maybe it is something new. And you could take away something from this episode. But here is what I do with each potential new volunteer. Whenever I have a possible leader who wants to serve in the 78, I give them a binder, and in this binder, there's a letter from me to them that addresses a few questions that I've received over the past couple years, leading, uh, working in junior high ministry, what's it look like, what's the commitment, and all that stuff, and there are, and in that binder, there are names names and numbers of leaders for them to contact and connect with so they can have a face with a name, and they'll be able to build a relationship within the team, have that team atmosphere, foster that cool relational environment. And in this binder, there is our onboarding process and every step that a potential leader needs to take to become a 78 leader. There are different roles and expectations, the um, descriptions of each role in the specific areas that we have leaders serve on Wednesday nights, like greeter, check-in, anything along those lines. There's expectations, excuse me, 
there's expectations for small group leaders if they want to become a small group leader. And in there, it shows them what it looks like to win as a 78 leader. And that's a, that's a big thing is we need these leaders to know what it looks like to win, whether it be having one conversation with a new student each um, Wednesday, each weekend, whatever it is, whether it be meeting with their life group outside of church, going to the homes of families, whatever it is. And in there, there's also a calendar of all of our events for the school year. There's also the calendar of all of our adult leader meetings for the school year. And finally, there's a description of what they can expect from me as their pastor, as their ministry lead over the min- in the ministry that they serve in. I mean, in essence, this binder, yeah, it's an onboarding process. There's a lot of information to it. But it's a culture that we're trying to create for our ministry. Every leader I have currently serving has gone through this onboarding process again. And every potential leader will go through this. And the reason I do this, the reason, the why behind this is because I don't want a leader to come up to me three weeks after starting wanting to quit because they don't know what they are supposed to do. They're up to their neck. They have no idea. They're drowning. I want to equip our leaders. I want to equip our current and potential leaders as well. And really, that's our responsibility as leaders, is to equip the saints to do the work, to set up small groups for successful conversations, and to have every leader walk into our environment knowing exactly what the service looks like, their responsibility as a leader, and what it means to win as a leader. I mean, we do our leaders a disservice when we don't prepare them. We do our leaders a disservice when we don't constantly communicate our culture what we expect out of them, what are the requirements, what are the goals, what are the expectations. My leaders and any potential leaders know what the culture is of our junior high ministry the moment they walk into our environment. And a great way I've helped or that has helped me implement this culture, this onboarding process, is I have a specific leader who meets with all the potential leaders who are observing for the first time to go through the binder with them after the service they observe. And that's been very beneficial. And here's the thing. I've had leaders walk away from serving in the 78 because they didn't want to be a part of this. They couldn't commit to the expectations. They couldn't um, commit to the time commitment. They just, they didn't want to be a part of this culture. And that's okay. God has not called every adult leader to serve in our ministry. Instead, God has called specific people to serve in my ministry, in your ministry, in our ministries. But one of the most devastating things that I have done as the leader of the 78, the junior high ministry, is keeping the leader who didn't want to be part of the culture on the team. I I mean, I knew the leader didn't um, really line up with our expectations. I know the leader didn't really want to be part of the culture, but I kept them because I was young. I didn't want to offend anybody. See, this onboarding process is probably one of the most crucial things because it, I don't want to say it weeds out the people, but it brings the people who want to commit to your ministry into your ministry. And if I'm, if I'm you, if I'm in your situation, dude, put your expectations clear. Uh, my leaders know when they come into the 78 that I am asking them to commit to two years for their seventh and eighth grade year. Uh, year of their small group, if they want to be a small group leader. I'm asking my leaders to be there three out of four Wednesdays, our main services. I'm asking our leaders to attend at least five out of our six adult leader meetings. And see, these expectations are clear. These expectations are out there because honestly, that's what we need 
our leaders to do to have a successful ministry. We don't need flaky leaders. We don't need leaders who can commit during the fall, but can't commit during the spring. I mean, maybe those leaders who are like that, maybe they can commit to not a small group leader role, but maybe a greeter, a check-in, a floater. If you have an area where a lot of students um, hang out, maybe they can oversee that area. Whatever it is, our leaders need to know what to do when they walk in the doors. They don't need to be going in blind, and that's really our responsibility as leaders. So that's my challenge to you. And that's my question, really, is what is your onboarding process? Do your leaders know what you expect out of them? Do your leaders know what they need to do to win as an adult leader? So guys, thank you. I hope this was maybe a little bit insightful. Maybe this was just a reminder for some of us. But again, thank you for tuning in to the Planet of Junior High Ministry. Hey guys, I would love to connect with you on social media. Um, I'll link my social media accounts. I'm on Instagram and Facebook primarily. Um, But if you want to hit up the follow, that'd be awesome. I'd love to see what you guys are doing in your different ministries, in your different churches, and to see the amazing things that you guys are doing within your junior high ministries.